Welcome to Teal of Interiors, a holistic approach to interior design. I'm Dee. And I'm Alicia. Welcome back to another episode of Tea Over Interiors. We are so excited to have you here today, guys. We have a very interesting topic that Alicia brought to us. And we are going to be talking about how to make your home feel more like a work of art, Alicia, or a creative thing. I think what it is like to look at it as a work of art, to see it for what it is. All of our faces are that. So, before we get to that topic, girl, what you sipping on? I am having a chocolate chili chai. It's laced with ancho and Aleppo chilies, and it has peppercorn for like a little surprising kick. And it's also sweet because it actually has, it has like a richy, fudgy taste. And if you want to really improve it and give it that typical latte, put some froth milk on it. But I didn't do that. I'm just having it with a little bit of condensed milk. But I didn't froth it. Should have. I will try that next time. Very, very nice. If you'd like a little kick. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like the perfect pick-me-up in the morning. It is. And it's good for this kind of cooler weather that we're having in the Northeast. And I think that David's Tea is having a sale on it this week as part of their fall collection. So I brought the butterscotch chai. Mm, sounds good. Mm-hmm. So I have the butterscotch chai and it has hints of sweet caramel, creamy, buttery spices. And it's a rooibos tea. So it has some hazelnut in there, you know, pieces, papaya, cinnamon, cardamom. You know, all those nice warming spices along with the pineapple, ginger. This one has more natural flavors as, you know, some people may like to look at the ingredients. As I know I do before I buy teas. Sometimes they can have artificial flavoring. So this one doesn't. And that's why I like it so much. And yes, that's from David's Tea also. And it's caffeine free. Sounds good. Sounds nice. I'm going to try it. Yeah. You should try Okay. Moving on. It is time for these randomness. Let's hear it. All Check right. out. What I got for you? Okay. So last week, I think it was Alicia, or it might have been the week before, you had a, a Pora, Pora tea, right? Mm-hmm. And you were like, you didn't really know what it was. So I've been reading this tea magazine because I love it. I love reading about tea. Did you know that black, green, Yellow, white tea, they all come from the same plant. The Camilla Senecia plant. I think I said that right. So they all come from that same plant, but it's varying degrees of how they oxidize it, how they dry it, how they wither it. There's a cut, curl, and tear technique that they use on certain teas. So it's very interesting how to make teas. Tea is very complicated. And so the getting back to the Pura tea that you had comes from the Hunan province of China. And it's the only tea that actually goes through a fermentation process. It's kind of like an aged wine or whiskey because the longer you have the tea, profile changes and the better it gets. They describe it as a tea within a niche market, within a niche market. So this tea is not for the casual drinker. So anyway... But getting to about the tea, they press it into these frisbee-shaped cakes or small bricks. 
in large quantities. And this was a practice from the Ming Dynasty because it was good for long travels. So anyway, it's aged. It can be bitter, harsh, smoky, smooth or sweet compared to the other flavors produced by the fresher leaves. You know, like I said, depending on how long you have it. And you don't even have to brew it that long. You actually, if you get pure pura tea that's not mixed already for you, then you only have to steep it for like 20 to 30 seconds the first time. The tea, you have to wash it first. It's like a whole process, but it does have a lot of different benefits to it. So they say, but they're still looking into all the benefits of the tea. Very interesting. Yeah. Very good randomness today, Miss D. Oh, yeah. Thank I you. love it. All right. So let's move on to your topic. You want to go ahead and get us started? Yeah, I would love to. So I am an alumni of the Moore College of Art and Design in Philadelphia. And I was reading our Moore magazine. And the president of Moore College of Art wrote in the article that the arts are for everyone. And it got me thinking, do I really believe that? Do I believe that art's for everyone? And and since D and I are interior designers, I thought about living in art. And we typically live in art every day. I mean, our homes are art. Our whole world is a canvas. And I mean that literally, like we are living and experiencing art and artistic expression in our everyday lives. Everything mm-hmm. we touch, every, a lot of the things that we do have art at its base. And when I say art, I'm not talking about paintings. I'm talking about materials that we use that were created. So when I think of art, I think of something that was created, something that was new and fresh and came and was born out of someone at some time. It may be ancient times. It may go way back. But I I thought about ancient times and I thought about the pyramids. And then I began to think about our houses and what sparked my thoughts were the stairs. If you have stairs in your home, even if it's the front steps that lead into the house, that goes right back to the pyramids and the structures of being able to climb. And you look at the stringers and the steps and the risers, and you should see the varied types of stairs in houses. They're just plentiful. And some of them are wonderfully artistic. Some of them are just utilitarian. You just got your stairs, you go up and down. But what a, what a concept, you know, what a concept of being able to put houses on multiple levels. I was in a house in Philadelphia not too long ago. It had five stories. I was thinking to myself, oh my Lord. Of course, there were only like two rooms on every floor, but what a concept for saving space. And then I began to think about Well, if we are all living in art and our homes and our environments are art, what else is an artistic expression? And I just began to look around at the furnishings. Every single piece of furniture was crafted by someone, whether you have old pieces of furniture like I do, or if you had newer replicas of something that was made centuries ago. Just look at the shapes of them. Yes, they're utilitarian. They're there to hold stuff. They're there to make sure that you can put a lamp on it or you can sleep in it. But incredible how many pieces around our houses. And of course, some people are probably thinking, yeah, in your house, maybe. But no, 
all of our houses. Let's go to functional items like stoves, washing machines, refrigerators. I mean, it's endless. Mirror, you know, we look at ourselves every day before we go out to work or before we do whatever. Everything was a creation at one point, and that is art. What do you think about that, Dee? Oh, that's interesting. I thought you were going to come from a different perspective. So, yes, everything in our lives is created from art. Even when you think about your vehicle, like you may not think your vehicle was a work of art, but an interior designer and a designer, car designer, got together and thought about how do we make the car look like movement, especially when you get into the luxury class, right? How do we make the car look like movement? The cars are sculpted first and they sculpt out the body and it's it's this whole artistic process. And then even from the way that they choose the materials for your seating, your dashboard, the way it looks, they they thought all about that in an artistic way. Exactly. But I was just using that as an example that, yes, a lot of things in our lives are influenced by art and we're just not always paying attention to them unless we're highly sensitive. Right. So when you were saying art in your home, everyone can have art. I was thinking of how can you build a home that fuels your creativity? Because even if you don't see yourself as a creative person, what if you like to write? What if you like to do poetry? What if you like to craft sometimes? What if you see an object in your house and it looks kind of boring and you want to elevate it? You know, you watch these videos on YouTube and you're like, oh, I have an idea. I think I might try that. So you take your vase, you tape it off, and you start to paint it in different ways and stuff like that. And now you've created a piece of art for yourself to put your flowers in that you can enjoy. Even yeah. though you may do something different for work, we as species always want to be surrounded by some type of art. I mean, they found drawings in the caves, right? And some of them were, okay, look out for this bear, look out for that bear. But some of them were actually just expressionistic. They just were expressing themselves in an art form way. And they found that out. They were making yeah. the pottery. They had to put the markings on the pottery. They could have just made plain old pottery. Mm -hmm. They didn't have to make it these beautiful shapes and make it all intrinsic and then carve into it. They did it because, yes, it represented their tribal heritage or the culture. But they also did it because they like to look at something nice, right? The, I totally agree with you. I think that... There are some of us out there in the world who are very creative and I think it's a good idea to encourage people to take part in being a creator in their homes. And I think if we don't necessarily see our houses as a creative canvas or an opportunity for creativity, these are ways that we can start to infuse our personalities into our homes. I know we've talked about this a lot over the years in general, how you as a homeowner or as a, you know, a person living in a space can begin to change your perception a little bit of the space and not to put pressure on anyone. Because there are a lot of people who I talk to people all the time. And they're like, my God, I don't know what to do. I am completely not creative. I don't know how I'm going to make this house. I need you. I need you. Yes, you do need us. But we do want to know who you are. And when Dee and I design. We don't design with ourselves in mind. We design with the client in mind. So we do need for you to get a little in touch with what you like and what you would like to see in your spaces. And so 
as an exercise, I'd like to encourage all of our listeners to see the home as a creative space and you as the artist creating in that space. As much as that may seem like a very daunting task, it's really not. You've already, you've already done it. And many of you are probably saying, yeah, but not very well. But you have. So what, we, what I'd like to encourage you to do is to walk your home, you know, walk your space, look at things differently. I really want to encourage you to see things, which is why I was talking about looking at everything in your home. You chose those things, whether you like them or, or not, you chose them. And to look at them more critically and see why and to appreciate them in a very different way. And D, I know because you are all about minimalistic living. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a minimalist. I'm just. Well, I think you don't call like it a conventionalist a- because I think you should have things in your home that use and love right. and that's it. And if you happen to love a lot of things and you use a lot of things, use is the really big key here, then I'm cool with it. I mean, you don't have to stick to my rule of five furniture pieces in a bedroom or less, but that's what I recommend. I don't want people to do anything differently except see differently. And I've given them a couple of things to do if you could walk your home and walk your space and look around it and see it as artistic expression. See it as art. See everything as art. And you don't have to do it in the home only. You could do it as you walk around. And I'm telling you, this is not a new concept at all. Like if you do much research on this, you will find, you don't even have to do a lot of research. You will find that everything in our lives is an expression of art. So I just want people to not feel pressure that they have to create art or buy art. Because when you say art, everyone just thinks the stuff you hang on the walls. Yeah, no. It's so not that. Every single thing we're living with is art. Now, I will suggest that there are more visually expressive items that you could choose. But I don't I don't think that one is better than the other. Once you do look at your home and it doesn't inspire you and you can't find art within it because some people just are not attuned that way. You know, unless it looks like art to them and it smacks them in their face and it looks like something different or wonky they may not see it as art unless they do have antiques because sometimes a lot of the antiques, you know, they had the motifs, they had Greek key, they had X-form legs. And like you were talking before about the pyramids and things like that. Now, fabric is this is what I'm saying, D. I think it's not D. It's really very, it's all around us. And I know that I live in a house that may have a lot more layers and different textures and different patterns and finishes and I do I mean I'm sitting in my bedroom and I'm looking around and I'm like okay I got a lot going on and it's not a busy space but it just has even my lamps are textured and the mirror is textured and the headboard is stylized you know but everybody doesn't have that they may be in you know may have a very clean aesthetic very very plain but it's all art what I'm curious about is, okay, so you want people to walk around and look and observe and see if they can find some art in their home. So what would this do for them? What if they look around and they're like, you know what? I like plain fabrics, so everything in my house is solid. I don't like pattern. What if everything I look around is just like, oh, no, like, did you miss it? I was talking about everything. So if they have a stove in their house, that's not solid, right? It's not. 
But I'm just saying, what if some people just can't? So what if they what if they're like, okay, I looked at the space. I see what you mean. The stove is art. The dressers are. But I find it all very boring. What do I do? I want to change it. Now you're having me look at my space differently. I see what you mean about the stairs. They look very utilitarian to me. You know, what if people are just like, now that I've looked at everything, it's so boring. How can I change it? Or do you want them to make any adjustment? How can they live with that, with more of that creativity? Or do you want them to just observe everything and appreciate? I do. I want them to observe and appreciate and not be intimidated by art because art is for everyone. That's really what my thought is. And then if they feel like they don't have anything, then they really do need to call us. Okay. No, I'm serious. Like they they really need some help because if you can't appreciate it, then you probably need a little assistance. If there's nothing, you feel there's nothing, then I think that, you know, that person, and I get those calls. I get those people. Mm-hmm. I get people yeah, me too. who need help. And I get that. I'm not saying that, you know, this is super easy or else we wouldn't need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But it is a, a very simplistic concept. And I didn't think it was so academic that, you know, most of us can't grasp it. I do believe most of us can grasp it. And even the people who are having difficulty grasping it, at least they'll know enough to say, you know, maybe I do really need some help with this. And that's cool, too. All right. Well, that was interesting. So if you want more advice or you're looking for some creative ways to inject some art into your home, we're here for you. So you can always contact us at hello at tovinteriors.com. We thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. Sharing is caring. And that's how we spread the word about the pod. If you really like it and listen to it every week, and I know you do because I see the numbers, know you're listening. Why aren't you telling other people about it? Don't keep it to yourself. I know how much you love us. I know you love us so much. You want to keep us the best kept secret. But you know what? No, don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) Share. If you're listening on Spotify, go ahead and rate us. You know, there's a star there when you go to our podcast page. If you're not following us, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe or forget what it says on Spotify. Apple is a similar thing. You can rate us there too, but you can write a review. That'd be great. We'd love to read it. We haven't read any of our reviews. We probably should, but there's a lot now. So I don't think I want to go back and read 67 or 80 some odd. I do. do. Okay. We'll have an episode where we read all the reviews. Well, in the thing, but on the podcast, no. And so what did I want to say? Yeah. So make sure you are sharing us. Make sure you're visiting our links in our podcast notes. We are an affiliate of David's Tea. We're not asking you to give us any money at all. But if you support our affiliates, then that helps support us. If you're going to buy tea anyway, you might as well get it from through us, right? Might as well hook us up and drink some of the tea that we've sipping on. Because, you know, we have a nice palate for tea. But we also have some other affiliates. I don't know how to integrate them in pod. So I had to put their links in. And we'll figure it out later. They'll be on the website, www.teoverinteriors.com. One of these days very soon. And we will have some special offers for you once I figure that all out. But yes, I have like 3,000 jobs. So bear with me. Okay. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. What about you, Alicia? I ditto. Okay. I love our listeners. I feel so very blessed to have everyone. We know that you're out there. And we do this because we know that you 
are inspired by it. We know that you want us to continue to bring you content. And so, yeah, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. See you next week. Take care. Okay. Ciao. Thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. We'll see you next week.